Good morning and welcome to Revitalize 2020. I am your friend, I am your sister, I am your host, I'm your next step coach, Lulu Lincoln, and this is episode 8 on the mind. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, I believe Jesus Christ is Lord, I believe Jesus Christ died and rose again, I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way through salvation to the Father and the only way to obtain eternal life. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe that the Holy Spirit is Lord and God. I believe in the power of speaking in tongues. I believe in miracles. And I believe that if you become born again today, that your life will never, ever be the same. I'm going to lead you through the prayer of salvation. I'll say a line and then you repeat after me. Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner And I am sorry for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you Father. I am so grateful. In Jesus name. Amen. Now if you just prayed that prayer along with me. Welcome to the family girl. Um, join your local church, get involved in what they're doing in building up the kingdom of God, serving tea, serving coffees, helping look after the babies, Sunday school teaching, worship team, a Bible believing, Holy Spirit filled church. Now my family and I worship at Maranatha Ministries, that's our home base church which is in South London, Clapham Common. The postcode is SW40DE. We are there on a Tuesday, 7.30, a Friday, 7.30, and then again on a Sunday morning at 10.30. You are more than welcome to join us as we worship the Lord Jesus Christ together. And if we're not close enough for you to attend or you're not in London, find your local church and show your commitment and affection for the Lord Jesus Christ by joining his family. Now, um, Revitalize 2020 is daily encouragement for modern Christian women. Um, I'm your daily devotional companion. Please, if you haven't done so already, you need your Bible, you need a notebook or your YouVersion app, a pen or your notes in your phone, and you need yourself. (laughs) Let's pray. Father, I know that when I pray, you hear me. 
And it's not because of who I am, it's because of who Jesus is. And I ask you today, Holy Spirit, that you would enlighten me and the grace and the mercy and the love you've extended to me, you will also extend to everybody listening. Lift my sisters up, lift your daughters up. May, may the word, may the word of the Lord stir truth. May the word of the Lord stir up truth in your hearts today. That you would be moved. Move into action. Father, may the lives of the listeners never be the same again because of your Holy Spirit at work in them. Father, let every man be a liar and let your word be true. Anything that I say that's not from you, just filter it out. But let me speak your truth and proclaim this good news to all, all who hear. In Jesus' name, amen. So, just a kind of a topic recap of what we've been looking at over the past eight episodes. We started off looking at worship. Um, just go back to episode one of Revitalize. Episode two was wisdom. Episode three, walking in love. Episode four, waiting on God and his timing. Episode five was victory. Episode six was trust. Episode seven, part one and part two was the power of words. Girls, go back. And listen to those episodes because the scriptures are in there. You know, I did not write the Bible. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not the final authority on the word of God. The Holy Spirit is um, a guarantee. And um, the Holy Spirit inspired the work of the Bible and the creation and the writing of the Bible. Inspired men of God to, um, to lead us on in faith and encourage us. But read the Bible for yourselves. Go back to those verses and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes. I am walking alongside you in the spirit and um, it's a good thing that you came alongside me during my time of troubles. As I told you, my family and I have been facing many challenges and the word of God has really, really taken us through every step with a smile, no less. So today we'll be looking at the mind. Now, I cannot talk about the mind without talking about Mrs. Joyce Meyer. Now, I've been watching Joyce Meyer on television for at least 15 years and she has a book that I can highly highly recommend The Battlefield of the Mind please read it and The Confident Woman you know she has got so much wisdom and experience and talent and love for you know the people of God and um, I just want to encourage you that if this is something that you struggle with, read the word of God, pray, but also seek wisdom and guidance. And the best books I've read to date on the mind is The Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. And you can buy um, that book wherever books are sold. So I'm going to give you the scriptures um, first and then we'll get to it by going through the word of God together. Um, what I like to do is when I'm reading my Bible... Um, if I come across a verse for the first time, I will put the date and then every time I come across it again, I'll put the date and I like to challenge myself and just say, have I 
um, how do I say this? Have I improved since the last time I wrote the date? So, for example, there's a Bible, a part of my Bible that has, you know, the date in 2013, 2014, 2016. So I read the, some of the same verses each year with no action and no change. It makes no sense. So now I'm really challenging myself and the Lord when I look at a Bible verse. A, do I believe it? B, have I received it? And three, am I walking in it? Do I believe it? Have I received it? And am I walking in it? Now, it's not to say that if I'm walking in it, I don't need to read the verse again. Of course I do. But I think that the word is much is, is like soap <laughs> and it's like water and the word is water. But the way that water washes us every day, twice a day, we brush our teeth twice a day, is the same way the word should work for us in that when we read it, we should be changed. Now, we've already been made clean by the blood shed on Calvary, but our responsibility is to remain clean, amen, um, and wash ourselves in the word every day. So I challenge you, when you write the um, date, revisit those scriptures and really ask yourself, how, you know, do I believe it? Do I receive it? Am I walking in it? Okay, on that note, here are the scriptures. Psalm 139, verse 1 to 4. Proverbs 3, verse, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs 21, verse 5. Proverbs 23, verse 7. Romans 12, verse 2. 2 Corinthians, verse 10. I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 5. Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. Philippians 4, verse 8. And 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 okay um i hope i'm not going too quickly of course you can just press pause um and write the scriptures down at your own pace listen to this in your own time i'm here for you i'm here to serve you and encourage you in the lord develop your most holy faith so that you can be closer to your father and you can go out there and do mighty exploits for your king psalm 139 verse 4 oh verses 1 to 4 okay i have my pen i'm going to write the date it is the 14th of the first verse 20 here we go oh lord you have searched me thoroughly and have known me you know my down sitting and my uprising you understand my thought afar off you sift and search out my path and my lying down, and you are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, still unuttered. But behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. Yeah. So there's, there's nothing that we think that the Lord does not know. And sometimes we think if we don't say it, I think I said this in the pow, pow, pow. <laughs> session yesterday that even if we don't say something thinking it is also part of the the problem because that leads to words and that leads to fruit and we decide if we have life or death and what David is saying here in this psalm is that you know the Lord knows our thoughts and our outcomes even when we're resting and he is really familiar with everything about us there is not a word in my tongue, still unuttered. Now, the still unuttered, remember this is the Amplified 
um, version, Joyce um, Meyer's commentary, the Everyday Life Bible. And in the Amplified, they will put um, additional words or phrases in brackets. It really embellishes the scripture and gives a really robust meaning. And it says, still unuttered in brackets. And I believe that's talking about the unspoken words in your mind and in your heart. And um, if you have victory in your mind and in your heart, you have victory in your words. Because the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And Joyce Meyer always says, where the mind goes, the man follows. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Powerful, powerful woman of God. And what um, I want to say is that there are words in your mind. There are words going around in your mind and you don't know how to turn them off. And I ask the Holy Spirit to come in now and arrest those words of oppression from your mind now. That to arrest those words from your mind, that anything that has sought in your lifetime, in your children's lifetime, in your spouse's lifetime, in your generation to destroy your mind and take your mind captive through depression, oppression, schizophrenia, bipolar, Manic depression, anxiety, stress, sickle cell, anything that has sought that the enemy has used to oppress your mind. May you be set free right now in the name of Jesus. Now I know there are people who are listening to me who are suffering. I know there are. And what I ask, Father, is that you would have mercy, deliver, heal and redeem now in the name of Jesus. You know it all together. The Lord knows everything. And he is with you and he is in you. He will strengthen you. He will walk with you. He will guide you and lead you into all truthfulness. And lead you into spiritual prosperity. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about your well-being. May you prosper in all things as your soul prospers. The Lord desires for your soul to prosper. And today, as you get your mind back... And redeem the ground lost in your mind. May you prosper in all things. In Jesus' name. Next scripture, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Here we go. I've got to chart the date again. 14th of first 2020. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and recognize him. And he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Amen. So I've read the scripture before. I have three or four dates here. And I have to be honest. I do sometimes rely on my own understanding because it's what I know. It's what I know, but the Lord is saying, don't rely on your own understanding, which is counterintuitive because you automatically go with your first best thought. But what the Lord requires of us is that we go to him for our first best thought. And he doesn't, I have a note here, must have been from a service at church. Do not rely on sensory perceptions. Something may not feel good. You may not want to do it. But you may be being led of the Lord. Something may feel amazing. 
but it might not be what God wants. I listened to Pastor Rick Warren and he said that sometimes the right decision doesn't feel good. Sometimes you have to take a decision within your circle, within your family, that family members don't like. But because you have peace, you go with the spirit of peace, you go with the Holy Spirit, but it makes other people uncomfortable or uneasy because that's not what they want. So sometimes not feeling good is not necessarily an indication of not following God. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. (laughs) As long as there is peace, go with the Lord. Go with the truth. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Proverbs 21 verse 5. Proverbs 21 verse 5. The thoughts of the steadily diligent tend only to plenteousness. But everyone who is impatient and hasty, hastens only to want. So the thoughts, that's your mind, of the steadily diligent, that's you, tend only to plenteousness. So that's um, abundance, um, muchness. (laughs) But everyone who is impatient and hasty, hastens only to want. So if your mind... If your mind is steady... And if you are diligent, you will not be impatient or rush ahead. You know, obviously you've had the term, think before you speak. And I know how, how dangerous it can be to just say whatever you want before thinking first. And what the word is encouraging us to do is to be diligent and steady. Because it says here, the thoughts of the diligent tend only to muchness. So if your thoughts reflect your steady diligence you will walk in abundance but if you are impatient and hasty you'll always be in lack and in want so I would say the opposite is true is that if your mind is not steady your actions are not steady it's very very important that we um pace ourselves um that we take our time and taking our time doesn't mean being slow It means working at such a pace that you enable the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you to make um, the right decisions. But it does start with your mind. Um, I'll give you a really good example. I was um, in a very, very difficult situation and I wanted to react straight away. And I came home and my husband and I sat down and we prayed about it and we spoke about it. And he said, if you react now, this will be the outcome. But if you can wait and let's just pray about it first. Let's see what God will say and what God will do and then respond will be much better off. And it was really hard because if you're if you've been hurt, your natural response is to hurt or seek revenge um, in any way you can, because it it does in some way immediately alleviate the pain but long term hurting other people because they've hurt you um, does nothing and so what the Lord requires of me and of all of you is to not be impatient and hasty but to be steady and diligent and allow my thoughts to lead me into abundance and fullness of life and not be in lack.
Psalm 23, verse 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As one who reckons, he says to you, eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you, but is grudging the cost. So this is what I was saying at the start of the episode. As he or she thinks in his heart, so is he. So whatever a man or woman purposes in their heart, that is what the person really is. So if a person's heart is full of joy and love and forgiveness, that will be evident from the way that they speak and the way that they behave. But if a person's heart is not for you and they're saying to you, eat and drink, but in their heart they're really begrudging you the cost of what you're eating and drinking, it means their heart is not for you. There are people who say, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, go ahead. That's, that's you doing such a great job. But in their hearts, they, they don't, they're not really celebrating you. And there's no way of knowing that because it's actually the Lord who knows the heart of man because he said to Samuel and Samuel said to David, he said through Samuel to David that the Lord looks at the outward appearance, but sorry, man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So the Father and the Holy Spirit is the discerner of hearts. And I pray that the Lord will give you wisdom to understand the people around you and the mind and the heart they have towards you, that you'd only be surrounded by those who seek your welfare and not your downfall in Jesus' name. Let's go over to Romans 12, verse 2. Romans 12, verse 2. Hmm. I do love this verse coming up. I'll tell you why after I've read it. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs but be transformed changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourselves hmm, what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you so our reasonable service is to present all our working members and faculties to the Lord, which includes our mind. You know, it, it includes our mind. I believe that the mind can be, you know, even though it's abstract, it can be likened to a muscle. Use it, exercise it, train it, feed it, look after it, increase it, strengthen it. It says here, look, presenting all your members and faculties, this is in the Amplified, as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, consecrated as set apart, well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, it's your basic requirement of being born again, presenting your body to the living God, the Lord of hosts. Now, this is not easy because up until now, our bodies, we believe, they belong to us, and, and rightly so. But we were purchased on Calvary's cross with the blood. So our bodies 
All our faculties and our members now belong to the Lord and he's asking us to present those members, those faculties to him for our reasonable service. And so a practical way of living that out is just by opening your mouth and saying, Lord, I present my members to you. I present my faculties to you. I lay my life down for you. Use me for your kingdom. That's my reasonable service as a believer. And following that, after you've submitted your faculties to the Lord, he's saying, don't be conformed to this world or this age or fashioned after its external superficial customs, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, the renewing of your mind, new ideals, new attitudes, so that we can prove for ourselves what is good, what is acceptable and the perfect will of God. So as you renew your mind, you will be able to um, ah, to understand and to show what is good and what is pleasing to the Lord. So present your members. Don't be conformed to the world. The world. <laughs> renew your mind through his word, daily reading of his word or daily listening of his word, daily application of his word. And you will be able to prove for yourselves the things which are acceptable to the Lord himself. Let's keep going. Second Corinthians 10 verse 5. Ah, oh, here we go. Second Corinthians 10 verse 5. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. The verse before is, our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in pulling down strongholds. So 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 is saying that everything that leads us away from the Lord we are to pull down, that's pulling down in prayer, um, dismantling its power and authority in our lives and submit it to the obedience of the living God, Jesus Christ. So that means, for example, I will talk to you about food. If food is your stronghold and you undereat, if because it can work both ways, or you overeat through fear... The Lord will allow you to um, overcome that fear by eating, maybe when you're hungry, so you're not under eating or overeating, but the fear in your mind can be cast down in prayer and you can say to the Lord, Father, I'm afraid to die or Father, I'm afraid that um, I'm going to be overweight. Father, I'm afraid that I'm never going to be full. Um, if food is a type of comfort for you, say to the Lord, Father, food has been my comfort. Can you replace that desire and that need for comfort with your spirit so that I would hunger and thirst the spirit and the food would just be food and nothing more, nothing less. And that's your way in prayer of casting down. What does the Bible say? Um destroying every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. So anything 
that is in your mind that is making you believe that you um, cannot survive or that you cannot make progress or that you can never be healthy or you can never never be um, happy or you'll never succeed. Those are proud and lofty things and it's against the word of God. So we have to pull them down in prayer the way that I showed you to declare it out loud to the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to replace anything in your mind that is not from God so that you can walk in victory and freedom. So if you have um, a negative mindset about your appearance or about how beautiful you are, how worthy you are, I'm telling you now that because Jesus died for you on the cross, you are most certainly somebody. Okay, you are somebody because your life has been purchased by the blood and the Lord desires for you to walk in the beauty that he's given you. And you are not a mistake. You are not an accident. You are not a coincidence or a, an explosion in time. You are chosen by the Lord to minister and to love him. And to walk in his ways and minister and love his people. So when you're set free in your mind, the things that are against the word of God in your mind, you can actually destroy in prayer and lead it into captive into the obedience of Christ and submit those ugly thoughts to the Lord Jesus Christ that you will be set free. Amen. Holy Spirit, anybody whose mind is being held captive by thoughts of low self-esteem, um, issues of identity, issues of um, complexion of skin color being too dark or too light or too thin or too fat or too big or too small, too short, too tall, all those things that are um, manifesting themselves in the minds of women and men today. I take captive now in the name of Jesus. I arrest those thoughts by the name of Jesus, by the authority given to me through Jesus Christ. And I submit those thoughts and feelings to you, Father, that they would now become null and void and have no effect on any woman listening now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Verse 22 to 24. Ephesians 4. Verse 22 to 24. Strip yourselves of your former nature put off and discard your old unrenewed self which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion mm. and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude and put on the new nature the regenerate self created in God's image Godlike in true righteousness and holiness. Yes. So here, in the same way, you'd come home from work, you would take off your dirty clothes and put them into the laundry. What the Lord is saying to us here in this book of Ephesians, not just to take those clothes off, but to discard them. So your old way of thinking your old mindset, your old perception of yourself. God is asking us now to take them off and cast them away. And however you lived before, that sprung from delusion. Remember I said to you, it's a lie. It's a lie that you're nobody, you're not attracted. That's a lie. The truth is you were made in the image of God, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. 
that you are the head and not the tail. That's the truth. That any lust and desire that springs from delusion, the Lord is asking us now to cast them away, discard them, be free from them completely, and now be renewed in the spirit of our minds, having a fresh mental attitude and spiritual attitude. This can come from reading the word, washing your mind and your body, washing your mind and your body every day in the word, and therefore putting on a new nature, putting on your brand new identity, putting on your brand new name, your brand new outfit, which is true righteousness, made in God's image, God-like and holiness. Isn't that wonderful that you can exchange your old delusional self, your old low self-esteem, um, low um, perception of yourself and become brand new? You can become brand new, hun, by putting on a fresh mental attitude and spiritual attitude. And this can come from the word of God. Every time you read the word of God, you have an opportunity to be renewed and restored and redeemed. And it's like putting on makeup and putting on clothes. The word of God will just layer you up before you go out so that you're protected from the elements. You're protected from the attacks of the enemy because you are covered and clothed in your new fresh spiritual attitude. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Philippians 4 verse 8. Philippians 4 verse 8. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, (laughs) whatever is worthy of reverence and is honourable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, If there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Well, that just means what it means, doesn't it? So we can actually choose what we think about. Sometimes we think that our thoughts are completely out of control. Now, if you've ever been through oppression or depression, it can feel like that. But that's not true. The truth is we have the mind of Christ and we can choose what we think. I can choose to think good thoughts about myself. I can choose to think good thoughts about you, darling. I can choose to think good thoughts about my spouse, about my family, about my colleagues, about my associates, about my friends. And that's where the spirit of God and the grace of God comes in. He will help you because it doesn't come naturally, but the Lord himself will help you To think about the things that are pure, lovely, lovable, virtue, excellence, worthy of praise. The more you think about these things, the more your mind will be renewed. The less fear you will have and depression and anxiety will just have to leave because you're thinking only on things that are worth thinking about, worthy of praise, of virtue and excellence. And you will be alleviated, completely set free from the the damage that fear and terror can do to your mind. So as you renew your mind today in the word, the Lord will lift you up, will lift your spirit up and fill your mind with good things. And if you don't have good things to think about, start with the word. That's the best place to start to fill your mind up with good things or listening to worship music. If you go to Spotify, I do have a Revitalize 2020 
playlist and it's full of music that will just turn your mind onto the things of God and fill you with good things to allow you to think about things that will lead you to higher places and closer to God. We're going on to our last Bible verse for the day. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Yeah, that's for you. That's for you. And it's a wonderful way to end looking at the scriptures together because that's your promise that you have been given a spirit of power, love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Hallelujah. I want to pray in particular for people who have suffered from schizophrenia or bipolar or any mental disorder that um, means they hear more than one voice in their mind all the time or has split personalities. May the Lord set you free now in the name of Jesus. May those multiple personalities never return to you. May you be in oneness of mind, in singleness of mind. May the only voice you hear from today onwards in the name of Jesus be the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus Christ himself alone. May no other voices oppress you. May you not respond to them. I cast them out now in the matchless name of Jesus, that you would be of sound mind and that you would have a calm and well-balanced mind of discipline and self-control. That is your inheritance, baby girl. That is your legacy. That is your portion of life. That is your inheritance of faith from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The Lord Jesus Christ did not suffer from schizophrenia, did not suffer from bipolar, and so shall it be for you. You will not suffer those mental disorders anymore. You will not suffer from multiple and split personalities anymore. You are now set free. You are free indeed. 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 Father, we thank you for your word. I am so moved by your goodness to me each day. And would you extend that goodness to the people listening? Bless those who are good to me. Bless those who are not good to me. Father, extend your mercy to all who listen, all who support, all who do not support, all who bless, all who curse. Bless them. May your word renew them. May your spirit guide and lead them into all truthfulness as they are now beloved and accepted into the family of the living God. May they prosper in all things, in their mental health, in their physical and emotional and spiritual health, in all dimensions where health is concerned, Father. Renew their minds and strengthen them. Holy Spirit, you are my God and my friend. My only counsellor, would you now, Holy Spirit, 
be the Lord of the lives of all who are listening and lead us into truthfulness, lead us into your wonder, into the mysteries of God, into your hand and into the secret places that we may dwell in your presence all days and always. You are my God. And I pray this prayer with full confidence that no harm shall come to any of us, not our children, not our spouses, not our extended families. And because of the bloodshed at Calvary, we are hemmed in. We will not be disqualified from the prize. We will not have this word stolen from our hearts, but this word will achieve the very thing you desired for it to achieve and will not come back to you void, but it will germinate and grow and make us mighty, mighty, mighty oak trees of faith that we can cover and protect those around us. Holy Spirit, provide a seal for me that the words of God would not perish in any way, but they would remain in the hearts of all who are listening. Be thou glorified, my God, in everything I say and do, and in the lives of those around me. Extend the days of worshippers that we may live in your glory forever. Have your perfect way in us today and always. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I had a slight glitch earlier on in the episode. So this will be in two parts. I want to thank you for your time today. I want to thank you for blessing and loving me and my family. I want to thank you so much for um, encouraging me in um, what I believe the Lord has led me to do. And I'm so overwhelmed by the amount of love. (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. By the amount of love and... um, encouragement I've received and I appreciate it I appreciate it and what I want the Lord to do for you are things that mankind has said are impossible they're not impossible for God and because of what you've done for me the Lord will multiply you he will bless your business he will bless your family he will give you as many children as you can carry and if you're single may the Lord provide you with a husband And today, as you go out there, preach that gospel, girl. Tell people how good God has been to you. There's nobody like him. There's nobody like the Lord. And he will never fail you. I'm your host. I'm your friend. I'm your sister. I'm your next step coach. This is Lulu Lincoln, episode eight on the mind Revitalize 2020. This episode has been brought to you by Teaching Mums Limited over on teachingmums.com. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye.